Discovery College acknowledges the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognises their continuing connection to lands, waters and community. We pay our respects to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures and to the elders past and present. They have never ceded sovereignty. In this podcast, we share stories that help us learn from each other, connect us and inspire growth. We want to acknowledge that this way of being, coming together to share knowledge and stories, is a tradition that has already existed on this land for hundreds of thousands of years as a part of the culture of First Nations people. Discovery College acknowledges the views shared in this podcast are about mental health experiences, but are not a substitute for professional mental health advice and support. The views in this podcast are not the views of Alfred Health, but are the views of the individuals we've had conversations with. I'm Lucy and I'm a co-host on the Extremely Human podcast. I work at Discover College and I've definitely dipped my toes in some extreme states myself. I feel like it's fitting that I'm on a podcast called Extremely Human because my best friend actually used to call me the extreme artist and used to make comic strips of me doing extreme activities like chasing after rubbish that had blown away in a storm. A little bit about me is that I love story sharing, ice cream and my inner nana loves sleeping. And I'm Rachel, also a co-host on the Extremely Human podcast. I'm a mental health social worker at Alfred Health. I chose social work as a profession because of my values of social justice and human rights. I believe in the importance of social connection and relationships. I'm also an open dialogue practitioner. This helps me to bring my values, beliefs and all of myself to my work in mental health. I'm a mad footy fan and some of my best friends have fur and four legs. For those wondering what Discovery College is, Discovery College is a learning space that creates and runs courses with and for the community on mental health and well-being. From these spaces, the seed for a podcast grew. So Rach and I ended up deciding to make a podcast, which is an extremely human podcast. And it's basically just a conversation talking to different people about their experiences of being in an extreme state. And I think when we first came up with the idea, you sort of spoke about extreme states and it wasn't a term I'd ever heard before. Can you please sort of explain what an extreme state is? Yeah, I'll do my best. You know, I think it was, for me, I really like the term extreme states. I don't know where I first heard it or how I first came to start using it, but it really helped me because I was a bit troubled by the labelling of human experiences as symptoms of illness. And, you know, when I meet people every day who have different ways of expressing distress or psychological distress or emotional distress, and they're often met by services and society in a way that's labelling and pathologising of those experiences. When I first heard the word extreme states or the term extreme states, it felt like it really freed things up. And, you know, for things that we would usually refer to as psychosis or bipolar or depression or eating disorders or anxiety, you know, it, it really helped me to think about those things a bit differently. Yeah, I really love the way that you've phrased that because it just it makes it more of a human experience rather mm. than trying to put it in a box and a label. I think it's just such a nice way of looking at things. 
I'm so glad that we finally got the opportunity to actually make this podcast. Finally. Finally. (laughs) Because I've, over the years, I've spoken to so many people who have been in their own extreme states, all different kinds, like psychosis, grief, addiction. And they've told me stories about being in that state and they haven't always received the best care and haven't been able to speak about those experiences. So Mm. I'm glad that we've had people on this podcast that gives them a voice to Mm. share their stories about what they've been through and what they find helpful in those moments. Yeah, voices that are really, um, I think, silenced. Yeah. And not easy to hear. Mm-hmm. sometimes and or not easy to say what they think or what they need so I'm I'm really glad we've been able to hear those voices too you know Lisa I'm, I'm sure you feel the same way I'm not but I don't want to speak for you but these conversations have really changed me Definitely. you know I feel like I've been really impacted and in a really positive way and it's really made me reflect on lots of things it feels like so generous the people that have talked with us have been so generous in in how they've what they've shared and what we've talked about together. I really hope people feel who listen feel that this is impactful for them too. Absolutely. I just wanted to touch on the question that we ask each guest at the start of every episode. We wanted to start each episode by asking our guests if they've ever had a disproportionate reaction to something. So by a disproportionate reaction, we just mean a reaction to an event which was maybe a little bit over the top. Maybe they might give an example of something that was a little bit funny, but if the examples aren't always funny, yeah, sometimes they're a little bit more on the serious side. And we ask this to people because some of us may not relate to being in an extreme state, but we can all have moments of feeling extreme emotions. Yeah, it's just part of being human. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so this comp- this question sort of helps us start to think about, you know, sometimes we can all be a bit over the top and sometimes we have extreme reactions. Um, totally. And, and so, you know, I think it's a really nice way to start the episodes and a, a little bit of fun sometimes. I think so too. I feel like I might be the guinea pig and put forth my example of being in a disproportionate reaction. Oh, I'd love to hear it. <laughs> A while ago, I thought it would be a good idea to purchase a cardboard desk. A cardboard desk. A cardboard desk, which I thought would be really easy to assemble because it's made of cardboard. I thought it was going to be like origami. And it came with these instructions, which I could barely see, and the pictures made no sense. And I think after like two hours of trying to construct the cardboard desk I've had like full full meltdown mode and I was like on the brink of tears and I was so distressed by it that I was going to put in leave and have the day off work and I'd never even had a sick day or taken any time off work at this point and I was going to do that just because I was full meltdown mode and cracked it and basically gave it some time and when I came back put the desk together and it actually worked and it was no big deal, but it was maybe top two stressful things of that year. (laughs) It does sound stressful. I've got to be honest, I've never heard of a cardboard desk. Yeah, you don't want to know about them. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Not worth knowing about. Do you have, have you been in an extreme state or an extreme moment, Rach? Uh, Yeah, I've been in a lot of extreme reactions to things, I think. Um, But I guess the one I wanted to share, it's a bit different to yours, Luce, but... um, you know, and, and a number of years ago, I actually, my husband and I, we were 
we were going through some fertility treatment and, you know, so this is a pretty tough time for us and, you know, going through um, getting help for our fertility was a really difficult time. Mm-hmm. And I used to get these calls from the clinic that we were seeing and, you know, there were always different people calling me, you know, and they it was never the same person and they would call and they would ask to speak to me to either make it, you know, talk about some results or plan some things that we were going to be doing next and they would answer the phone and they'd ask to speak to me and I'd say it was me and then before anything else happened they'd ask what's your name, date of birth and address? Uh-huh. And every time they asked me that, I'm not tell- I'm, I'm not kidding, I would lose it. I would say, you called me. Why? How do you not know who I am? And, you know, it was actually quite embarrassing now to think back and I think they must have been be so worried about calling me whenever they called me. <laughs> I think it was just so depersonalised sure. and just so dehumanising. You know, and, and, you know, going through something so difficult and sensitive like that Mm. you know you want to kind of know that people know who you are (laughs) and yeah I think Mm. to be honest it's not actually over the top at all I think that's exactly the the appropriate response for a situation like that that way (laughs) I think (laughs) yeah thanks Lisa that's very kind of you but it does you know I wasn't in my best self you know so I was reactive and stressed and I'm sure um, they get it a lot though really well yeah maybe maybe but I kind of on the other side now that I'm not in that I Mm. kind of think about you know they have to do that. that you know, they're the, the the laws and the rules are around protecting rights and privacy and you have to double-check people's identity so the rational me really knows why it happens. Yeah. Um, but the, you know, the sensitive and, dis- and stressed me felt like I was just this number on a page and yeah. that no one really cared. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's very understandable. Thank you. <laughs> There's a couple of things that I often um, say to myself and say to other people that I meet who are having a hard time, you know, and that's be brave and be kind. And I, I really wanted to maybe finish this conversation today by thinking about those things because I think there's a lot of people who've been brave by talking with us and maybe being brave by listening to the episodes. And I really hope our, our listeners can be kind and be kind to themselves and to each other. I love that. That's a great sentiment. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you wanted to stay in touch or learn more about Discovery College, please head to our website, discovery.college.